Hello again and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. Today we're going to be reading in Exodus chapter 17 through 20 as we continue in our one year Bible reading plan. Now the big picture question we've been asking throughout the entirety of this book is how do these things point me to the person and the work of Jesus Christ? And that's really a good question for us to ask regardless of what book of the Bible we are reading. We know that all of the Bible, by virtue of being God's word, by virtue of being God's self-revelation of who he is, we know that everything in the Bible is first and foremost about God. It tells us about who he is, and it also tells us about what he is doing, namely in the saving of his people. But not only that, we know that everything in the scriptures, everything contained in the Bible, centers on the person and the work of Jesus Christ. Everything in the Old Testament looks forward to him, and everything in the New Testament is either about him or it's looking back to him. And so whether we're reading in the book of Exodus or in one of the minor prophets or in the book of Revelation, the question we should always be asking first and foremost is what does this tell me about God? What does this tell me about who he is? And then not only that, how do these things point me to the person and the work of Jesus Christ? And so I wanted to highlight a particular uh, passage of our reading today. We're going to be looking at Exodus chapter 19, verses 10 and 11, and we're going to see how these things point us to the person and the work of Jesus Christ. And so we read in verses 10 and 11, The Lord said to Moses, Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their garments, and be ready for the third day. For on the third day the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. And so God is getting ready to meet with the people of Israel, on Mount Sinai. But before, before that can take place, we read that Israel must be consecrated and they must wash their garments. And what this sort of alludes to is the fact that God is a holy and a righteous God. And that because of his righteousness, because of his holiness, we as sinners need some sort of washing or cleansing to take place before we can stand in his presence. We see this is true of Israel. Before God could meet with them on the mountain, they are told to, con- to Moses is told to consecrate them, and they are told to wash their garments. And as we read this today in the 21st century, what we should recognize uh, is not that we need to wash our garments, or or that we need to be consecrated by a, a priest or a prophet or, or anything like that. But what we should recognize is that God, who is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, who never changes. God is still holy, and that sin and sinners in particular need to be washed and cleansed before they can enter into His presence. Now, anyone who spent any amount of time reading Scripture recognizes that all of our righteousness is filthy rags, so even our attempts to cleanse ourselves, even our attempts to wash ourselves are insufficient, that because of our sin, we have no way of standing before a holy God. But because of what Christ did, specifically because of the active obedience of Christ. We have His righteousness imputed to us. We are clothed in His righteousness. By His active obedience, He perfectly upheld the law and perfectly fulfilled the law, and yet He was condemned as a sinner under the law. So He not only paid the penalty for our sins, the sins we should have paid for, but He also lived the life we should have lived so that that righteousness can be credited to our account. And so how does this point us to the gospel of Jesus Christ? Well, we see that in the same way 
that the people of Israel needed to wash and cleanse themselves before entering into God's presence. We too need to be washed and cleansed before we enter into God's presence. And because of the active obedience of Jesus Christ, we have His righteousness imputed to us so that we too may stand, as the old hymn says, faultless before the throne.